All right, Davis Rogan here on 90.7 FM. And as um, as most of us know, this uh, Sunday is the uh, final episode of Treme, the show on HBO, which has uh, chronicled uh, uh, Katrina's recovery, New Orleans' uh, recovery from Katrina. And uh, and with me today is uh, uh, Davis Rogan, inspiration for the character uh, Davis McAlary and former WWOZ DJ Davis Rogan, the real Davis. Welcome back to WWOZ. The real DJ Black Mold. It's a pleasure to be here, and thanks for having me. All right. Tell us, it, what tell, it, it has to have been quite a ride the past few years. This has been, yes, quite the life-changing experience. I was uh, the uh, Minister of Culture from uh, the country of France, trying to prove that the country of France takes better care of New Orleans musicians than the country, the United States, had given all the uh, and, artists and they, residents. And they had a good point there. But, and, and he does. But he does a, it. That's a different The government story. of Rwanda takes better care of New Orleans musicians <laughs> than the United States government. But that's... Uh, <laughs> So I, the, I was um, artist residence living in artist in residence living in an abbey in the Loire Valley when I get this after email Katrina. after after Katrina right. summer after right. summer after Katrina or the federal flood as we call it and uh, I got an email from someone who was like I'm an assistant to this guy who has a show on HBO who wants to do a show about New Orleans and New Orleans musicians and that was kind of the germ of it and I got a call from I'm on an over transatlantic call with David Simon talking about who wants to base one of the main characters in the in the series on me and i said well i have no idea who you are or what your work is and they mailed me uh three seasons of the wire and i said okay oh, uh -huh. uh, i'm i'm on board and uh the rest has been um i guess the story of my life since uh summer of 06 and let's take it back a step how did he how did you end up on his radar uh offbeat magazine uh was out of print, obviously, from uh, the, the, I think it's poor, poor Shannon McNally. Shannon McNally was on the cover of the September Offbeat, and I don't think it exactly, <laughs> it didn't get distributed. Really. I don't remember that. No, no, uh, no. <laughs> there, so there was no Offbeat September, October, November. They came back into print in December. Now, my record, I had mailed the, uh, the CD, the master CD, to a disc manufacturing company, uh, and so I put it in the U.S. mail on Saturday, September, uh, Saturday, August 28th. Okay. And uh, <laughs> the Loyal Avenue Post Office took nine feet of water. But the guy, the engineer who had made the recording had uh -huh. fled with a hard drive. We were able to make another copy of the Master CD. I had a CD release party in New York. John Swinson, the writer who divides his time between New Orleans and New York. When was your CD re release party? My CD release party was sometime in September at uh, the uh, Mickey's Blue Room on Avenue C. Okay, okay. In, in 2005. In, yeah, less, 05. Less, less than a month after Katrina. In, less than a month after York. Katrina, I release okay. it in New York because that's where we are. Right, right, right. Uh, October, maybe. Uh, no, no, uh, September. And um, and Swinson interviews me. The Swinson, writer from Offbeat. The Offbeat writer. He, he, he interviewed me about, you know, the storm and whatnot. And uh, he reviewed the CD. David uh -huh. Simon read the article. Bought the CD, listened to it, and that's how I got the job. And boom, there you are. This is a uh, this is this is okay. And this is this is a word we never use in the music business, but uh -huh. merit. Merit. Yes. Uh huh. I, no connections. I just I did good work and I got the job. Yeah. So. No. No. It it it, it, it got filtered out there. So, All yeah. right, congratulations. And well, and, thank you. And the past few years have been kind of. 
in the past four years. In, past, in, in, in 60 seconds or less, tell us about the past four years. Well, first of all, I'd really like to thank David Simon for believing in me and giving me this chance. Uh, and every time you say Treme, you say David Simon. It's also really fair to say thank you, Eric Overmeyer, Nina Noble, sure. David Mills, who was one of the producers on the show, who gave me my first chance at writing. So I was actually able to write the, one of the screenplays in uh, season one. And also to uh, the music supervisor, Blake Lay, who took a lot of time to work really hard to capture all of New Orleans and New Orleans musicians. Uh, I have been a consultant, a screenwriter. Uh, I have a small acting part, and I got to write all the songs that you hear Davis McAlary um, sing. And you played in, and in I'm, I'm Davis's Davis, band. I'm Davis McAlary's keyboard player, so I have a recurring cameo role as Rogan, uh-huh. Davis's <laughs> keyboard player. And what, a week or two ago, you, you quit the band or you were fired from the band? Uh, I think the script says I was fired, but if I have any say over what my character would have done, I would have quit. So quit, okay. Being it's the song, the song that it, it, it immortalized was I Quit. Um, I'm going to get a vanity plate for my tour vehicle because I was able to buy a tour vehicle selling that song to the show so many times. I regret. I've, now, everybody else who has been on the show has a really wonderful and lovingly shot video of them performing their music. Uh-huh. And I never got one of those because I was always just playing keyboard for, for in the Steve Zahn band. Having said that, though, at the end of the day, out of all of my peers and all of my heroes, uh-huh. I actually got the most music on the show. Yes, yes. And, and you are the real Davis. And I'm the real and, Davis. And so. you will always be, so that can never be taken away from you. Then. There you that go. can never be taken away from me, and I, I, I look forward to riding that. I mean, I'm going to ride that as long as I can. Um, it's, I mean, it's funny, now that the show is ended, right. I'm, in a, I'm in a sort of a, of a crossroads because I want to keep banking on it, but I also don't want it to be the only thing I'm ever known for. So I would like to, I would like to, at the end of the day, have it be one of the great things I've done in my life, but not the only thing. So oh, but of course, but of course, on me to, you're it's on young, me to take a next step. You're a young man, so and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Let's okay. play another song. Oh, this is a song called "My Every Day." Everybody, yes. this was this is only from the material in season one, but everybody kept coming up to me. I think I say as much in the introduction of the song, uh, asking what I really did. In really didn't happen to me versus the characters portrayed by Steve Zahn. Uh-huh. And um, I thought the quick flip way to answer this would be to write a tune. And so here it is. All right, talking to Davis Rogan, a former WWOZ DJ and inspiration for Steve Zahn's character, uh, Davis McAlary in uh, HBO's Treme. WWOZ 90.7 FM. All right, and we are talking to the uh, real Davis, Davis Rogan, uh, inspiration for uh, uh, Steve Zahn's uh, character, Davis McAlary, on the yep. uh, HBO show Treme. Okay, and, and, and everyone knows that the final show is uh, this Sunday night. We're going to come back and talk about that in a few minutes, but um, what's next for Davis Rogan? Well, uh Oh, you want you want to do plugs or what's next for Davis Rogan first? Yeah, well, okay. You got sure. some gigs. You got some okay, gigs. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's do let's do plugs really quick. No, that was an, that was a good question. The there. final uh, the final episode of Treme is Sunday, December 29th, and right. there are various viewing parties all over town. Um, I will be playing solo piano at Bufas. Oh, really? And I'm I think I'm going to Sunday do night this Sunday. Um, what time? The, I'm playing from seven to eight, and then Treme shows from eight to about. 930 they're going to show it at, at yeah big Bufus. screen big ah. screen digital big screen big sound they've been doing this for for uh, for the whole se- for since season one 
okay. uh, various viewing parties around town. So I'll be playing at Bufa's before the uh, series finale. And with I, the band a, or just you? Pi- no, this one is going to be solo piano. I've, I have two acts these days. One solo piano with me, singer-songwriter, telling stories, making uh-huh. jokes. You know, there's a, there's a thing that's very popular in you know, New York and Chicago and places called a listening room. Uh-huh. And this is where people like don't talk and pay attention to the performer and what the performer has to say. What a concept. Well, in New Orleans, we're all about shaking ass and having a drink. And I mean, there's right. there's music for your mind and music for the behind. And, right, and right, right. In New Orleans, we're more of a behind town. And that, I'm fine with that. I'm behind that. Uh-huh. Right, um, right, 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 right. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, no, I will be doing more of a listening room, singer, songwriter, solo, um, by singer-songwriter, I don't mean to imply that I can't play or sing uh-huh. because that is so often the case. There but, you go. But, you know. Uh, and any other gigs uh, you want to mention? Anyway, yes. This Sunday at Bufa's. Then, um, as always, the first Saturday of every month, the 1030 show at the Spotted Cat. So okay. this coming okay. Saturday, the first Saturday of the month would be Saturday the 4th of January. And then on the 6th of January, 12th night, mm-hmm. it's going to be – I'm back at Bufa's. And this is Bufa's 12th night party. So ah. I'm there with my band. Uh-huh. The Jimbo and Charlie and um, I, I'm not going to – I'm losing track of my side men at this moment. But uh, I'm there with my quartet uh-huh. and we're playing my stuff and great classic rhythm and blues. And sometime between 8 and 11, Al Carnival Time Johnson appears <laughs> okay, and all right. plays a half a set. Because it's, it's, it's 12th it, night. It is, it is 12th night and it is Carnival Time. And he has several appearances all over and, town, but one of them is Bufus. And, and he, he is Mr. Carnival. And he is Mr. Carnival Time and Al Carnival Time will show up and he will play – carnival time and then and a set of great material which is which is it's so awesome to you know just perform and know that it's some moment that one of my heroes is going to walk into the bar uh-huh. and then i get to get up um run to the bathroom and grab a drink and listen to one of my heroes play the piano uh-huh. so it's like i get to take a break and listen to al there you go perfect <laughs> have a great night so yes okay and uh, a CD in the works, perhaps? I am at work on a new CD. Basically, the, the, am, my ambition for 2014 is to really kind of step back and focus on being the best piano player and the best songwriter there you go. and the best singer I can possibly be uh-huh. and uh, really just focus <clears throat> on you know, honing my craft. And I'm, I'm not going to tie myself to any of those traditional deadlines like cd by mardi gras or cd by you know yes, yes. the sponsored by shell or whatever you know right, I, right. I you know it's just i'm gonna i'm going to make the best cd i can and really you know get a get a publicist and and set up a real tour and uh give it my best shot as i keep on doing it you, you know in terms of what's next there was an um, interviewer from a Dutch magazine who said to me, well, with the end of Treme, I guess this is the end of your life, or it's over, or something like that. And I'm like... Yeah, you got to commit suicide. <laughs> yeah, right. Harry... That's it. You're, well, everybody come to Bufus, because I'm going to be committing Harry Carey at the, at the finale. You know? Okay. All right. Uh, no. You heard it here first. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, think that, I think that Treme was a chapter of my life, and I think that my experience of doing Treme has, has left me more focused and, and more confident and mm. better prepared to begin the next chapter of my life. There you go. So, uh, uh, let, let's go out by talking about um, the the last episode of Treme. Sunday In night. the last episode of Treme, and um, I, I, there's I, there's nobody I can get in trouble with for saying it's in the montage. I don't think so. You heard it here first. But uh, there's a song uh, Davis Rogan compose uh, Macaulay composes. Mm-hmm. Um, called Godzilla versus Martin Luther King. And so it goes out at some point in the going out. There is Davis on stage singing Godzilla versus Martin Luther King. 
Um, Mikhail Huseman, Sonny, is playing guitar. Uh-huh. I'm playing keyboards. Uh, I think Aurora Neeland is in that scene like every other scene in the show. And um, uh, really great. It was that this whole, the, the series finale was shot by Agnieszka Holland, a great Polish director who shot the uh, who shot the pilot. And uh, it was a it was a real sort of a bittersweet moment to be shooting that scene. The point being that when David Simon read the review of the CD in Offbeat mm-hmm. and bought the CD, the first thing he heard when the needle landed or the, the O's and zeros started spinning, right. the first song of mine that David Simon never heard was Godzilla versus Martin Luther King. And the last thing you see Davis McAleary vocalize is um, Godzilla versus Martin Luther King. And that's the whole point I wanted to come to, the and alpha the, and the omega. The alpha and the omega, it, it kind of bookends the whole experience quite nicely. And... Uh, just can't say, you know, I'm how thankful I am to everybody who worked on the show. I mean, it employed a ton of people. It helped. It's the funny, and the funny thing is, you know, is that is that, you know, like when the brass bands blew up and everyone wanted to be a brass band, uh-huh. that had an influence on the New Orleans sound. When Dave Bartholomew, you know, and and uh, Fats Domino, that had an influence. Fats Domino blew up. It had an influence on the New Orleans sound. You know, Galactic being big had an influence on the New Orleans sound. Treme is going to have an influence on the New Orleans sound because everybody got paid. Right. And there right. was no, without any specific direction in terms of aesthetics or instrumentation or anything, everybody got a little bit of money to, you know, so Katie Red gets a new car or Don Bartholomew gets some new studio equipment. And it's going to be interesting to see the fallout of not an aesthetic direction, but an infusion of cash. So there you be go. looking for it. Be looking for it, New Orleans. All right, Davis Rogan, thank you for stopping by. Well, Black Mold, it's always a pleasure, and I hope to have be back sometime when I have big news about a big show or hopefully a product. And hopefully it's soon. All right, happy holidays to you. Thank you. Godzilla, happy birthday to me. Godzilla versus uh, Martin Luther King. Oh, wait, hold on, one last one. Jared's, yes. Jared Zeller. Uh-huh. Jared Zeller, I know you're out there. He's the guy who puts on Bayou Boogaloo. Uh-huh. Uh, to all of my December Capricorn buddies, Jared Zeller. Uh, you know, Art Neville, George Porter, Susan Spicer, Jesus, uh, Alex Chilton. Happy birthday. And uh, Davis Rogan, we'll see you this Sunday night at Bufas. Yes. There we go.